Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Vivendi Universal, a French media conglomerate, has been in the recent business news, and this gives us a good reason to discuss spinoffs as well as this company. Vivendi shareholders have overwhelmingly approved the spinoff of its subsidiary, Universal Music Group. So why do we care? This may present an interesting investment opportunity for our consideration. It also illustrates how a spinoff may be an indicator of a good investment. We will talk about that, but first, we should consider the spinoff. What is it? What does it accomplish? As we said, we will consider the Vivendi Universal spinoff story to answer these questions and maybe a few more. Vivendi, it's a conglomerate. So let's define this. A conglomerate is a corporation called a parent that owns enough stock in other companies, usually a number of other companies called subsidiaries. It owns enough that it controls them. Each subsidiary operates as a separate independent business. It has separate management, but that management, the subsidiary's management, reports to the parent and can be and usually is controlled by the parent. In a spinoff, the parent decides to send the subsidiary out into the business world to operate that separate independent business, but without the oversight or direction of the parent's management. That subsidiary becomes truly independent of the parent. It reports its own earnings and dividends, pays its own taxes, borrows its own money, And the subsidiary's common stock, previously owned by the parent, is either sold to the public or distributed to the parent's stockholders. And that's what makes this interesting. Examples of relatively recent spinoffs include eBay's spinoff of PayPal and Expedia's spinoff of TripAdvisor. In those cases, the spinoff companies, they're successfully operating on their own and their shareholders have been rewarded with rising stock prices. That's in part why we're interested. Another example is Bristol-Myers, the pharmaceutical company. It spun off its subsidiary, Mead Johnson, which is a baby nutrition company. This worked out well for both companies and their shareholders, as the stock price appreciated for each company. Long-term owners of Mead Johnson realized significant profits when Reckitt Bensiker bought out Mead, paying a premium, a substantial increase in price for the Mead shares. These stories are not unusual for spinoffs. And that is one reason to consider investing in spinoffs. There is, however, a flip side to the story. Honeywell International, also a conglomerate, recently 
spun off a subsidiary, Garrett Motion, to shareholders. Within a relatively short time, Garrett Motion filed for bankruptcy. These examples reflect investing in general. You have to do your homework to separate the good potential investments from the risky ones. When evaluating the spin-off, we need to determine who will benefit more, the parent or the subsidiary. And sometimes they both benefit, as in the Bristol-Myers situation. Garrett Motion had problems. It was considered a drain on Honeywell's earnings. Honeywell gained more by disposing of Garrett than the Garrett shareholders did. Honeywell's stock price, it rose while Garrett filed for bankruptcy. Let's use the specifics of the Vivendi spinoff to illustrate spinoff mechanics. Vivendi, as we indicated, is a French media conglomerate. It owns a number of companies, including Universal Music Group, which develops, publishes, and distributes music content. It has contracts with artists that you can call a who's who in the industry, including the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Alicia Keys, Ariana Grande, Sean Menendez, Andrea Bocelli, and numerous others, way too many to list. Vivendi also owns Vivendi Games, which develops, publishes, and distributes multi-platform entertainment. It owns Canal Plus Group, another subsidiary, which is engaged in the production and distribution of pay TV in France. SFR is a mobile telecommunications operator, and it is in the fixed line business. It also owns Morocco Telecommunications, obviously a telecommunications operator in, as the name indicates, Morocco. Verendi owns interest in NBC Universal. You have likely heard of this company since it develops, produces, and markets entertainment, news, and information to a global audience that includes the United States. As you can see, Vivendi is a large company that is involved in a number of diverse businesses. A Vivendi shareholder effectively owns an indirect interest in each of the companies we just described. The problem or concern with conglomerates is that the overall value, the total value of the parent, the value on the stock exchange of the parent may not accurately reflect the value of the individual units. Sometimes the units get buried within the total company. And that is why many conglomerates, including Vivendi, spin off units to unlock subsidiary and parent value. Vivendi currently sells for about $35 per share. That appears to be low for a company that controls the businesses we just mentioned. So therefore, the spinoff appears to be justified. After the spinoff, current Vivendi owners will still own the number of Vivendi shares they owned prior to the spinoff. But they will then also own shares in the company that's being spun off, Universal Music. Universal shares will trade separately on a yet-to-be-determined stock exchange. A question some may ask, should we buy Vivendi stock now? If we do, we will own 
stock in Vivendi, which is giving up what it calls in its annual report, and I'm quoting from the annual report, the driving force in the global music industry, unquote. It is also giving up what it calls, and again, a quote, home to the greatest local and international artist, which spans all genres and time, unquote. It is giving up its unit that had record revenues last year. Currently, Vivendi has a beta of 0.67, which is a positive factor for cautious investors. Its price earnings ratio and its forward price earnings ratio are nearly identical. So that's not an especially positive or convincing factor for buying Vivendi stock. Its dividend yield is about 2.1%, which is not bad. On its own, Vivendi does not provide, in my opinion, compelling reasons for making an investment. Of course, if we buy Vivendi now, we will receive universal shares in the spinoff. Oh, but the problem, we don't know how many shares we will receive. That's yet to be determined. We also don't know how much debt, if any, universal will be assigned from Vivendi. It's not uncommon for debt to be assigned to subsidiaries in a spinoff. It's a major consideration. So there are major obstacles to investing in Vivendi at this point. I suggest that investors refrain from buying this stock until more information is available. And I have to tell you, that is what I will do. Universal music may prove to be a good investment. The music industry is resurging. The rise in streaming services offered by Spotify and Apple Music have contributed to this. And Universal can be expected to benefit from this trend. Streaming services now account for more than 80% of recorded music revenue. The investment community has noticed the streaming trend and is now investing in music. A special purpose acquisition company, a SPAC, has already signed a deal to buy 10% of Universal after the spinoff. Tencent Holdings, a Chinese internet conglomerate, already owns approximately 20% of Universal based on an agreement they made with Vivendi. Also, French investor Vincent Bollard, who owns 27% of Universal, will also have a large interest. Vincent Bollard owns 27% of Vivendi. He will also have a large interest in Universal. The fact that these investors are interested in Universal is significant. They have or will have invested a great deal of money. Large investors investing large amounts of money is normally a good sign, a very positive sign. But in this case, it also gives rise to a concern. What are the details of their investments? What are the terms of the agreements they made to make those investments? Do they have the right to buy more shares? And if they do, is it at a discount? Have they negotiated benefits not available to other investors like us? We need to know more. My bottom line, I am interested in spinoffs. They often identify companies that offer great profit potential. I carefully consider them as investments, as I have and I will continue to do with this one. But I need more information about Universal. It appears that the spinoff may unlock more value in Universal, the subsidiary, than in Vivendi, the parent. 
in addition to my previously expressed concerns, I would like to see Universal's projected financial statements, that these statements will become available, and I will be looking at them. Direct investments in Universal are not possible at this time. The spinoff is expected to be completed in September. And this gives us time for further analysis, which I am anxious to do. I will provide additional thoughts on Universal as information becomes available. This concludes our discussion for today. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.